bird. Hello again, Broncos country. What you just heard was David making fun of me because I was upset at him because he was upset at me for thinking that we could try something new on the podcast. And um, and that that's what I get for having my own ideas, huh, David? Yeah, I'm not an innovator, Jared. I don't believe in the new. Uh, I want things to be old. I want things to know. I want to know the thing works because it has worked so many times that it is probably about to break. That is what I want. Yeah, but but I, I want to try something new because I feel like we can make it to the next I level if we just like you know, push forward. But we're not doing that. Uh, oh, I appreciate I appreciate your input. <laughs> All the, all of the, really, all, all the advice you can give me is heard. So um, I've been, I've been vetoed on my, on, on our own show. Yeah, I can't, I can't stress that highly enough. Yeah. N- n- oh, okay. That's, that's mm-hmm. where you're getting at. Okay. Orange Weekly, fans, brews, and Broncos news. All right, well, hey, get David, we're we're here. Uh, we we're coming on it. We're on a week. We're coming off a bye week. The Denver Broncos coming off a bye week, and obviously, lots of talk around Broncos country after a huge win in Kansas City, um, or in Denver against Kansas City for the first time in eight years. Uh, and all of a sudden, people are talking about the Broncos like we might not be that bad, and. I, I was looking on Twitter today. Actually, they were, they were talking like the two things that really killed us. Like, let's be honest, was the uh, Raiders game, the first the game one and game two, which was, I think was the the Commanders lost yeah. by one point in both those games. The Commanders game, we had them handedly. And again, the yeah. first half, like I, I remember getting a text from a buddy that was like, "Stop, stop! They're already dead." And somehow they came back and won the game. And then, um, yeah, obviously the Raiders won one point game. That was a couple of missed field goals by Will Lutz while he's still like getting used to being on the team. And those two games, like if imagine if those two games were the opposite, right? Like somehow we won by one on those two games. Like, I, and now we're sitting where we are. It's a little bit of a different conversation, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, I think you're you're at least hearing the conversation of, oh man, this this is a up and coming Broncos team versus a reeling. Uh, Bills team, it would be the conversation because you'd have uh, probably both teams, you know, one team at four and five, uh, or even both teams at five and four. Um, that being said, uh, you know the 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 record is what it is because the Broncos earned those losses. Um, <laughs> like like we can talk about the what if of you know what if oh yeah what if they'd scored one more point but they didn't. <clears throat> well, let's miss the field goals. And yes. they let the commanders come back into that game. They let freaking Sam Howell, who has done interesting things, but also is like the most sacked quarterback in a league that has Russell Wilson in it. And yeah. it is. Hey, hey, don't, hey, oh, hold on. You stop the offensive line hate right now. No, no, no. This, this offensive line this year. Wilson hate. No, that's Russell Wilson hate. Offensive line. Okay, really okay, well. all right. No, no, I was, I was about to. No, creating his own, <laughs> creating his own sacks. Um, Anyway, uh, but it still is, you still do see a team in a position where they've got a lot of confidence for a three and five team, right? They're coming off their bye week. They're coming off a two game win streak going into the bye week. And like you said, one of those wins was a beat win against the Chiefs. 
They're, you know, AFC West rival who they haven't beaten in forever. They've never beaten Patrick Mahomes. It's just, you know, that's that's a confidence-building win. You finally see Sean Payton starting to instill the culture and get buy-in from the players. You've got new players rising on defense to replace, you know, guys who were starting at the begin, beginning of the season and were kind of a liability. And it's just, you know... Damari Mathis. You can say his name, dude. It's I, not like we're trying to hide anything here. I was going to say his name, but it's not, <laughs> it's not just Damari Mathis. It's... Randy Gregory, who's no longer with the team. It's Frank Clark, who is yeah. no longer with the team. Um, you right. know, PJ Locke has gotten an opportunity and has really made the most of it. Uh, Baron Browning mm-hmm. coming back healthy has been a really, really big deal for this team. Um, so, you know, in some ways, it is a different team than the team that started the season 0 and 2 and then went into Miami, and we all know what happened there. But. Can we? I, I just like I, I need to put it, man. I need to put this in the in the Orange Weekly chat. We yep. need to stop mentioning Miami. I feel like if we're <laughs> gonna get past it, if we're gonna if we're gonna grow as a as a company, we need to get past Miami. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm tired. I'm tired. Like we bring it up literally every show and every time. I just get this like deep, dark, like disgust in me for the Broncos, and I don't want it. I don't want that disgust. No, I get it. I get it. I'll tell you, I see if I see the philosophy a little bit differently, though. I look at it and I say to myself, we need to have that in mind. We have to remember it. You have to you have to know where you came from, because, you, you know, if if there is some magical story at the end of the year where the Broncos are like 10 and seven and they get a oh, wild yeah. card spot. Then you have oh, to man. put that seventy point first in there. First team ever to be defeated uh, or get seventy put on them and still make the playoffs. Like My I can, goodness. I can see the headlines now. Oh, absolutely! Yep. Come on. So that's how I'm feeling about it. Now you've got to own it now so that you can be proud of it later. And if you <laughs> don't make the playoffs later, then you can disown it. Then you can start to pretend okay. it never happened. Um, now okay. let's. I, I see start. where you're coming from. I get it. Okay. All right. Let's talk about a thing that is going to happen, which is the Broncos going into Orchard Park to play the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. What yes, are, are your initial thoughts about that game, Jared? What are you feeling? What do you what do you like? What do you don't like? So there's a couple things. Um, that what I don't like is that we are playing against the Bills, who have been an upcoming team for the last few years. Um, lots of great players on there. Their offense is firing on all cylinders. Last couple of weeks, they've been rough a little bit. But Josh Allen, you're going against the number one quarterback in the league. And uh, that's that's what scares me based on what we've seen from the Denver Broncos defense thus far, specifically a secondary. Like we've we've had struggles. Um, we held Pat Mahomes, sick Pat Mahomes, whatever it was, um, <laughs> to two limited yards. But we also gave up like 300 yards to Sam Howell. So I don't know what team, what defense is going to show up. I do think that Vance Joseph has gotten this defense to a better level. Um, I think that they're they're communicating better they're not giving up the bigger plays on uh because of missed assignments mm-hmm. however that's that's my that's my what i'm worried about what i'm not worried about is surprisingly their defense um injuries injuries on the defensive side of the ball uh for the 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 bills and how they've been playing for the last couple of weeks i think that our offense is going to be able to exploit the defense of the buffalo Bills. so this might be a shootout um, and I, and unfortunately, this is the one thing I, I say, unfortunately, but this is what I want. If this is a shootout and the Broncos can get the ball to finish the game and actually finish the game, beat the Buffalo bills, 
that's when I'm going to have confidence in this team again. Okay. I have not once seen this team in a position to win the game at the end of the game. And by this team, I mean this year, right? This this year's team in a position to win the game at the end of the game with one possession, defensive or offensive. We have not done it. No, you're you're wrong. We did do it once. Packers game. Green Bay. Packers oh, game. Yeah, okay. Packers had the ball, Jared. They was down one score, and who picked it uh, off? Yeah. It was number. I do, six. I do remember. I do remember. But he oh, also no, threw a, the worst was, ball I've okay, seen. Yeah, in it was the a NFL. Jordan Love ball into like to a guy who like in single coverage wasn't open, and then <laughs> yeah. PJ Lock was just, like, I feel like Justin Simmons was going to intercept that ball if PJ Lock didn't. But I'm pretty sure PJ Locke read a book, ate a sandwich, and then intercepted the ball like while it was in the air. <laughs> First pick of his career might be the easiest one he ever gets. But yeah, still he made the play. You're right. You're right. The defense the defense stepped up and made the play. You're right. I'm, I apologize. Now you're right. The offense has not. Um, and it could be, uh, you know, I, I will, let's, let's dive in. You want to start, do you want to start with our offense versus their defense? Let's start with our offense versus their defense. Cause that's let's what I'm, that's what I'm most excited about. Let's start with the exciting part. Now here's the thing about this, de- this Buffalo Bills defense, you know, it, it has some big names. Um, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, um, these defensive tackles who are supposed to be, you know, kind of superstars, you, you know, round one, round two selections, um, you've got Greg Rousseau playing well um, yeah. on, on that edge. But other than that, um, you know, you've got Leonard Floyd out there not really making that big of an impact uh, for them. You've got Von Miller in there, old, yeah. old dear old dear friend Von so Miller. So we got to talk about this, right? Absolutely. Like Von Miller is not having a good year. And, yes, and we we absolutely love Von Miller. And, I, you know, I, I don't think there's a single person in Broncos country that's not a Von Miller stand and wishes him the best. And uh, uh, even after after what he said in the, the press conference is like, I always have love for Broncos country. That's how he started his press conference. Like, you got to love the guy. But he's really – he's not the same Von Miller that he was with the Denver Broncos. Not this year. No, Jared. He has played – he's played a few more than 100 snaps. Uh, he has no sacks. He has one quarterback hit. He has four pressures. And it's just, I can't imagine that a guy who relies on speed and being able to mix speed and power the way Von Miller does, I can't, it, it's got to be t- so tough to just come back from the knee injuries and the, that kind of thing like he was dealing with last year. And, uh, you know, it, I, like you said, we'll always have love in our heart for Von, but it's it's impossible to ignore that he hasn't had that big an effect so far for the Bills this season, and we just we have to hope that will continue this week. Although I can also imagine that he him if he gets a sack, everybody in Broncos country will cheer just a little bit. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be anything sad. I mean, it, 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 this one is kind of rough because is it, is this the first time we've played Vaughn since he left? I think us? so. I think so. I think we played the Bills between now and then, but he's he was out. He was, was still in, he was still in L.A. or uh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that's right. I don't think yeah, he's ever he was either. He was either with he was either with LA or he was out of the game, out of whatever it is. I think it's the first time he's playing against us, right. and um, it's it's unfor- it's kind of unfortunate. It's not in Denver. Oh man! Like, oh, he would get such a warm reception. Oh, the, oh uh, man! The crowd would just love him up. Oh yeah, oh. it'd be so nice if this game was in Denver. Like just just for that 
alone, I think yep. would be amazing. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Well, let's get into this defensive backfield a little bit for them. Uh, yeah, let's uh, do it. Because they just traded for Russell Douglas from the Packers. Um, so the Broncos know what he can do. They just played against him. Um, he's kind of their best playing cornerback right now because they've got Dane Jackson on the other side. Um, they've also got, you know, that safety tandem, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, historically very good. Micah Hyde hasn't practiced yet this week. Um, and his status is very much in question. Jordan Poyer, uh, didn't practice yesterday, but came back full, full participant today, still banged up. And you wonder... Is that something, is that a matchup that Russell Wilson and these receivers can take advantage of? Is Marvin Mims going to be open deep? Jerry Judy, are they, is he going to be open deep? Are they going to be able to match up Cortland Sutton on a one-on-one and just see if he can make another hero play? I, I like their chances to get at least some of those things done, right, Jared? Yeah, and as we talk about that, I think one of the things that um, uh, Coach Payton was mentioning was getting Sutton to do what he does best, like using him for his strengths, which is those one-on-one situations. Uh, using using him as in his height and his strength and and the way that he can like he's made in this year alone he's he's probably has a highlight tape already like he's made some amazing catches uh one-on-one just throwing the ball up to him letting him go out and get it and i think that's that's what they're going to try to uh, try to get to um mm-hmm. we've talked about it multiple times on the show we haven't been using marvin mims as much jerry judy obviously having a little bit of a, a comeback here um, as it is just because of, you know, the way Russell Wilson has been kind of spreading the ball out. And um, I would like to see Marvin Mins lined up in the slot, Jerry Jude lined up the slot and just going deep over Jordan Poyer and whoever, I don't even know who's the secondary safety behind Micah Hyde. Like I don't, if, if Micah Hyde cannot play, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be a problem for them. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's going to, we're going to have to take advantage of that matchup. Now I will say Taron Johnson, who is their slot corner, has been playing pretty decently this year um, as a slot corner. Um, he's a he's a veteran in the league. He was drafted in 2018. Um, so he's he's been around, but um, overall he's been playing pretty well. So we have to keep an eye on that. And it just it really depends on what the defense are playing. If they're playing some sort of zone, I trust this is crazy. Like we've talked about it for years or for two years now. And I, and we're in week what seven now? Is this week seven? Yep. Yep eight, whatever it is. Yeah. So week seven. And I've, I'm actually believing that Russell Wilson can see the field. I believe it too. Um, here's, here's my thing. And this is kind of where my key matchup for the, for the offense is going to be. And we haven't really talked about it yet, but this run game, man, like the, the Buffalo line, especially the run defense grades are not good. Um, they have not been playing stellar run defense at all this year. And I think that our offensive line is really coming together, especially in that part of the game. Oh, absolutely. Um, and they're healthy. Everybody's healthy. All everybody on the 53 man has practiced fully for the Broncos both days of the, this week so far. Um, and yeah, I think that they are going to be able to go out against Buffalo and impose their will on the ground. And if that happens, then everything else can open up for this offense. Absolutely. I, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I'm fully in on the run game. Huge Javante Williams. I'm on, on, the, on the bandwagon. And not for nothing, we have three running backs that could do all the things. Yeah. Samaje so Pirine has been so good at everything they've asked him to do this year. 
Like he gets, he does short yardage really well. He catches the ball out of the backfield really well. He is right. the best, best blocker in the running back room by far. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, it's so great to just have him on the team and to just know every time that he's out there, he's going to make, he's going to do the thing that you sent him out there to do. Yeah. And even McLaughlin, like, I, I feel like all of our guys in the backfield, like the one thing that I'm worried about McLaughlin is his pass block, but um, I don't think they're going to throw him. I don't think they're throwing him in there for a pass block anymore. No. I think they're going to throw him out there to go into the flats. I just, um, it's, it's so ridiculous. Every time you see Jaleel McLaughlin disappear into a pile, like you yeah. just see him and then he just pops right out the other side and he's just still running at full speed. And you're like, but there was, yeah. there's no room there. There wasn't any space there. He, you know, it's funny. It's it's not even a, really a pile. He yeah. he finds like the slot. Like in, you know, most running backs need a hole. Like he finds a slot. Like yep. he he somehow finds the one spot that you're looking at, and you're like, oh man, he's going nowhere. And he just kind of like like turns sideways and becomes a piece of paper, and then gets through it. Yep. And then he comes out the other side. And you're like, how on earth did he get through that hole? <laughs> Freaking paper Mario in here. <laughs> um, so yeah that's i I'm, i agree with you on on if i'm gonna choose uh you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go with uh mike mcglinchy i think he's our one he's been playing well last couple games but i think he's our one liability on the offense other than that our, our offense has been playing very well also can we give a shout out to cushionberry no like i just want to like absolutely just turning things around you know he's never going to get it unfortunately because the way that the the nfl treats offensive linemen but like talk about comeback player he was one of the worst centers in the league last year and and to turn it around and become what he's done to do what he's done this year like mad props lloyd cushionberry man like i I love it absolutely absolutely man and yeah he has been like the anchor um of an offensive line that has I mean, and, you know, and I have to also give sh- um, a, sh- a shout out to offensive line coach Zach Streif. Uh, first full year as an offensive line coach brings yeah. uh, Sean Payton brings him in. You know, everybody in Broncos country is still missing Mike Munchak uh, after last year, mm-hmm. the way the way Nathaniel Hackett did him dirty. Um, but, you know, just very quietly, Streif has done in come in and done a really excellent job with these guys. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's flip the script. Let's talk about the. Uh, unfortunately, we got to talk about this. Let's talk about the um, the Buffalo Bills offense versus. And, and again, if we're taking the you know Green Bay Packers and uh, Kansas City Chiefs playing Denver Broncos defense, it's a, a different conversation. Are we doing that, or are we taking the Denver Broncos defense as we know as a whole this year? I think I'm. I think I'm going with the former, Jared. I think I'm gonna. I think I have. Belie- I'm gonna believe in the Broncos' defense again. Maybe that's su- foolish. Maybe that's silly. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Uh, there's a definite argument to be made on that score because yes, it's still the same defense that got 70 points dropped on it. Uh, so yep. uh, you know, you had some different players in there for sure, but that happened this season. And so <laughs> I, that being said, um, you've really, even, even against the, um, against the chiefs in the first game, um, and then, you know, against the Packers and then against the chiefs again, obviously in the second game, yeah. um, I just, I think it's a, a little bit, it looks like a different unit. Um, uh, I, I think they're playing for each other. I think they're playing hard. I think like you said earlier, 
they know uh, you know they've got a good idea of where their assignments are supposed to be um and that is fundamentally more i think the biggest problem solver than anything else that we're seeing the defense change um other than the addition of baron browning which has not been like the you know there was a lot of hype about baron browning coming back and it you know it started to feel a little bit at times like oh man all right well are we putting a lot on baron browning is he is he really going to bring all that back with him he did um <laughs> he's he's fantastic and it is really really good to see him back playing healthy and i am just i am excited to see what this defense is going to do against the bills offense because i think the bills offense is scuffling right now jared i think they're scuffling yeah what do you what are you seeing i i oh man like i i say scuffling like i like the idea i like the term um but however like i this is still the buffalo bills like offense like i and I will say, I, it, Stephon Diggs it's leads okay the to league go in receiving. Slump. Yeah, and Stephon Diggs does lead the, lead the league in receiving, in receptions and receiving yards. So Yeah, and, and it's okay to go into a couple-game slump. And that's, yep. again, I'm worried. Yep. Like, if the Buffalo Bills are in a couple-game slump and we're in a couple-game high, like, how does that turn out? Could go, like, could how, go how does, it could go literally. Like, I, I would love to predict this game, and in any other scenario, I would love it. But in the last two games for both teams on this side of the ball, for both teams, we've been playing very well on the defensive side. They've been playing not so well. And I'd like to take the last two games and be like, yep, the our defense is going to shut down uh, the number one quarterback in the league and the number one offense in, uh, offensive <laughs> or the one number one wide receiver in, in receptions. I just I just don't – I can't. I don't think I can. And and it really won't be able to see until the end of this game. And that's, that's the other thing. We're talking about this, man. Like this game is one of those like – if then scenarios, if yeah. we win, then we're connected and, mm-hmm. and we're, we're, we're talked about. If we can keep up the defensive performance and if they can keep up the uh, poor offensive performance, then we'll be talked about in the league again for beating two of the top AFC teams in the league. But I don't think we have enough on, like, I don't, we don't have enough paper. We don't have enough stats. We don't have enough of what we've seen even. Mm-hmm. to be able to see how this game is going to go. The Denver Broncos have given us such an emotional roller coaster that I just don't know where I'm at on the roller coaster anymore. <laughs> like, I just... oh, that's fair, buddy. I understand. Um, I am back, though. Uh, I You're am, back. Okay. I'm back. Uh, give it to me. Give, me. give me those bills. Give me them bills. Give me them kind of weird bills. Give me the bills at a weird time in a weird season for Buffalo. Um, give me Josh Allen, who has already thrown nine interceptions against this resurgent Broncos defense. Um, yeah. Let me see what Justin Simmons and Pat Sertan can do with that. Um, give me the Josh Allen, who has really been kind of muted as far as running the football this year. Um, they've really kind of tried to, it feels like that offense is kind of purposefully holding him back. And maybe it's because he's got that right shoulder injury which, you know, he practices every day fully, but who knows? That's your throwing shoulder. Who knows how much that's bothering him? And maybe they have just yeah. decided they're not going to run him as much to keep him safe um, as much as possible. Um, but, you know, give me that. Give me Stefan Diggs, who for all, you know, the incredible season that he's having, like I said, 834 receiving yards already. Um, 
he is on the injury report with a back injury. Um, didn't wasn't injured yesterday, but new injury today. Um, you know, let's let's see let's see if we're hitting these bills at the right time. It feels like it feels like we have a good plan on offense. It feels like we're hitting them at the right time for our defense and their offense. And I I, I like it, Jared. I'm feeling I'm feeling fresh. I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling spicy. All right, so here's here's the here's the I'm I'm bringing you about down from your spicy man. I'm sorry to do it. We have a team that throws seventy five percent of the time, maybe eighty percent of the time, right? And, and even if they do run the ball, I, I feel like we'll be able to stop the run. I, I'm not worried about that. What I'm okay. worried about is the running back coming out of the backfield. Like, are we are we able to prepare? Like, I would love Pastor Tan to stay on Stephon Diggs deep, but if you have just Stephon Diggs deep. And then you have Dalvin or James Cook, sorry, not Dalvin Cook, James Cook in the flat. Who's covering both of them? Uh, yeah, Alex Singleton. I, I get it. I get Obviously, we have like zone defenses. Like, I, I understand the whole thought yeah. process. I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous that they're going to be able to understand that we, ha- we really only have strengths, but we also have weaknesses. Like, we have, they're going to be able to exploit our, our weaknesses. Um, however, Here's here's uh, let me let me go back to excited and spicy with you, David. Okay, I like it when you're excited we, and spicy with me. Historically, historically, I do too. Uh, historically, um, Sean Payton is really good when he has time to prepare, and we saw the unfortunate events of the Kansas City game on a Thursday night because he didn't have the time to prepare. But when he has the time to prepare, he's good. Not only are we coming off a of bye week, we have an extra day. We have an extra day because it's a Monday night game. I think that Sean Payton is going to come out and have such a game plan ready for these guys that they're mm-hmm. not going to know what hit him. He's just going to be had such a mastermind that we're going to go up early and they're not going to know what hit him. Okay. And then they're going to be fighting from behind and maybe making mistakes, which is where Josh Allen is. Like you said, he's been thrown in interceptions and he's going to make those mistakes. Just trying to force things. You can get him to press. That's what you I want to see press. in this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. And that's it. And I'll tell you what else. I said this on the Tuesday show, and it's still true, uh, especially with Stefan Diggs having a little bit of an injury this week. If you get Stefan Diggs flustered, if you get him feeling like he's not getting the ball early, you know, enough early in the game, or, you know, if you if you rough him up a little bit and the refs don't see it, if you get <laughs> Stefan, Stefan Diggs just mentally just a little bit off, I feel like you can throw off his whole rhythm with Josh Allen. And if you do that, I just I don't see where else you've got you know you've got Dalton Kincaid we talked about him he's a good young player but he's not yeah I just I I like I just don't see where the uh where the other real real offensive weapons for this Bills team are yeah I mean Gabe Davis isn't a bad uh, a bad number two to Stephon Diggs and 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 Kincaid is actually as a rookie having a very very good year mm-hmm. um and we've had struggles uh, covering tight ends but yeah you're right I I would love to see some sort of scuffle between Sertan and Diggs within <laughs> the first two quarters like I would love it like, because you know who's gonna like not physically like if they got into a fist fight I don't give a shit who wins like oh, but wow. you know yeah, who no. at the end of the at the end of the day, who's going to be the winner and who's going to be the loser in that altercation. Mm-hmm. Cause Sertan's mm-hmm. going to keep ahead on himself. He's young, but he's going to keep ahead on himself. He's still going to lock your ass down. And Stefan Diggs <laughs> is going to get all type of messed up. So 
Um, I, there's one more thing I want to mention on this on this side of it. Uh, we, we talked about Von Miller. We're playing Von Miller, former Bronco. We're also playing another Bronco uh, on the Bills' offensive side. You know who it is? Oh, oh. Uh, who is it, Jared? Connor McGovern? Uh, no, no, that's wrong. Um, there are what? two Connor. No, there are two Connor McGoverns in the league, Jared. They both play offensive line. One plays center for the Jets. That is your former Bronco. Uh, the other okay. plays guard for the Buffalo Bills. He has never I played for the Broncos. Absolutely hate that there's two Connor McGoverns, and I want to get rid of one of them. I don't. How know do what we to go about you. that? I can't help. You. Um, <laughs> I, I wanna... this, this Connor McGovern now made me look like an idiot, and I hope he gets completely uh, destroyed during this game, and we wow. get like four sacks, and, and he's the one that was supposed to block. Him. I, 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 I'll take that. That's fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I don't wish ill harm to him. I, no, I just hope right. he has a really bad game. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just hope he, he turns into a turnstile, and we just get like four sacks off. That's it. That's all. That's perfect. That's what you get, Connor McGovern. The yeah. wrong, like the not even. You're not even a real Connor McGovern. Wow. Come on. Wow, a lot of lot of things being said. What? A <laughs> lot of things. All right, let's let's finish this off, man. Like, uh, here, here's my question for you: If you were to give me just like one statement, like it'd be one word, two words, like just a statement about where you feel the Denver Broncos are at this juncture, coming off a of bye week, going into the Buffalo Bills, we we. Could win it. We could not like at, at this point, and we'll we'll give our predictions here in a minute. But like, what what would be your one like? This is what the Denver Broncos are right now. Feeling dangerous. Oh, uh huh, uh huh. I'm telling you, spicy bear, pal. Uh, uh, you're you're spicy bear right now. You're spicy feeling bear. Dangerous because I'll tell you uh, specifically. I think the defense and the offensive line are feeling themselves right now. And I think that if you get those two units playing with confidence, they've got the talent to actually go out there and play well. And that will, I think that'll take your team pretty far if you let it. And that's where I'm at with it right now. Feeling dangerous. I I, I love that take. I mean, you know, it's funny. We've talked about it. Like the Denver Broncos are a very good team. And and I don't I don't give a crap what the paper says. I don't care what our record says. Like we've said it all year. Like on paper, we are a very good team. We have the people in the right places. We just can't function as a team. And I think you're right. I, I love feeling dangerous. There um, it is. I was gonna go on the opposite side, unfortunately. I don't want to be I, what what happened, David? Like normally you're the dead side one. I, I I can't they they beat the Chiefs, Jared, and every every bad <laughs> feeling that I had for the season was just like it was just erased in that moment it was like what yeah what oh what beautiful let us let us ride this let us just ride this two week of like love for the broncos for for what we have it for um and, and I'm, I'm gonna say this i'm gonna say the other on um, unpredictable okay um okay. we we may see and and this is the game to prove me wrong unpredictable in like the first two games we lost by a point Right. We didn't seem terrible. We gave up a bunch of points. Sam Howell, our defense was bad. Our offense was good. It was a bunch of back and forth. I'm super confused. And then we go into the Miami game and just absolutely get destroyed. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, hey, we're an NFL team and we're going to play well again. And I just I just don't know what to believe uh, of this team, specifically, especially in the Kansas City game. Like Kansas City is not a good defense. 
And we did not do very good, like offensively. I mean, we did okay. We did That's, obviously enough to win the game. I have to push back against you, pal. Um, Kansas City's playing good defense this year. Uh, let's look them up. We're going to look them up right now. Continue to make your point while I prove you wrong. <laughs> okay, that's that that's great to have in the back of my head as I make my point. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and even Green Bay, Green Bay's defense wasn't great. We were we were playing okay, and like so, the, our defense is stepping up. Our offense is kind of taking a step back. And I don't know. Again, I'll take it because it's wins. And even in the Kansas City game, I'll take I'll take the control of the clock. I'll take that we control the clock, but we also did that in the the Washington game, and that came about bit us in the booty. Uh, but I'll take the control of the clock to to win the game. I just don't know what team is going to show up, which offense is going to show up, which defense is going to show up. Are they going to play together? Are they going to play separate? Are they going to like do their own thing? Um, I'd like to believe that because of, you know, we started kind of, we started medium, then hit rock bottom. Now we're back to like a medium high. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see us just keep going up. Right. But yeah, I just, unfortunately it's too unpredictable for me right now. Fair like, enough. Yes, the Kansas City Chiefs are fifth uh, overall in defensive DEOA. So that's wow. uh yeah, they're they're a decent defense. Um now I understand where you're coming from because you're right, it's been a very inconsistent uh this season, but I do think it's been more of a pattern of down and then up instead of a kind of a down, up, down, up, down, up. Seems that way to I me mean, so far. Well, it's it was down because of the first two games. But like, let's be honest, sixteen to seventeen in the Raiders game, we weren't we didn't play terrible. I mean, our offense was okay. Our defense was bad. Same thing in the Washington game. Our offense was okay. We were destroying the Commanders, dude. Like we were destroying them. I get and then it. we let them come back, and that was and bad. our defense let them come back, right? And that was bad. And, that and was it's bad. Like, even that game was like. <laughs> <laughs> tail of two games and like unpredictable like what do you, what team even like e- each time a team comes out like our defense runs another field their offense runs another field i'm like sitting here with like a, a a 10-sided die like all right give me 10 for dexterity like let's go <laughs> like like what yeah. what are we getting each time they run out on the field yeah yeah that's fair i um i just uh i'm 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 willing i'm ready to get hurt again i guess Maybe that's all it is. Yeah, I I am too. I'm I'm just saying, like I just as I'm watching, I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. Like that's that's the roller. That's the emotional roller coaster I'm on right now. Like they run out, and I'm like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be through the roof if we do something good, and I'm gonna be rock bottom if we do something bad. Like there's no in between. (laughs) Broncos country for you, baby. All right, Uh, right, let's get to our predictions. What do you What are you thinking? What are you thinking for the score, man? I am not going to mince words, Jared. Instead, I'm just going to say 26-20 Denver. Let's fucking go. Wow. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, man. I can't believe you just said that. 26-20. You think it's going to be? 26-20. Okay. I think it's going to be relatively high scoring. Uh, 26-20 seems uh, pretty good. I, I think the Denver Broncos win this. I'm, I'm hoping the Denver Broncos. I'm putting money on the money line for this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I already did. I think it's gonna be closer than that. I don't think. I don't think. I think it's gonna be. Ah, uh, man. That's I, kind of. I was thinking about the 26 side. 27. 
Yeah, I'm thinking 27, 25 Broncos, 27, may even like 31. Like I, I think it's going to be super high scoring. I think it's going to be over 40, 45 points, maybe over 50, probably over 50. Um, I don't know what the over under is on the, the total point scored, but um, I think the Denver Broncos offense is finally figuring themselves out. We're running the ball a lot more. Um, we are probably going to try to control the clock. I think we talked about this. this the game plan against the Bills are going to be the same game plan against Chiefs. The same exact game plan. Like, get the ball out of Josh Allen's hands, control the clock, run the ball. I mean, shoot, I think our off, we, we talked about this. Our offensive running backs, the running backs have like four yards per carry, each one of them. Like, yeah. all of them have like four yards per carry. So, uh, I do think it's going to be a high scoring game. And unfortunately, I, I have a bad feeling. I don't know, man. Like this is the roller coaster. Cause I want to say that I want to say that Sean Payton's preparing for him and he's going to come out firing all cylinders. We're going to go up by two scores and then it's going to be a back and forth. And then we're going to try to control the clock and do whatever. Listen to but I also heart. want to believe it's, it's freaking Josh Allen and the Buffalo bills. Don't, don't think with your brain, go with your heart. Think with your heart. <laughs> do they lost to the Jets this, is, this year. So did we. Uh, but, so did we. So did we. We also lost to the Commanders. Yeah, but they did you see how badly they played against the Giants earlier this year? Come on. Come on. I, I, the Broncos are winning this game. The Broncos are winning this game. Yeah, it is. And and it, it rockets us back into the conversation. Like, can we can we go <laughs> seven games in a row? Can we go six games in a row? Because like the rest of our the rest of our schedule looks rough. It's tough. It's uh, it's not easy, but Kansas City and Buffalo are the top two. That's it. Like Kansas City and Buffalo are the the top uh, of that schedule. Don't forget. Well, for us, yeah, yeah, we we wouldn't end up seeing the Ravens until the playoffs if that got to that point. Yeah, yeah, and maybe Detroit, maybe like there's a couple teams in there that are kind of like in between, but yeah, these these are the top two. These are the big ones. These are big AFC. Like this is it. This is it. Oh, all right. Well, uh, r- feel free to write to Jared to and I and tell us how stupid we are for both picking the Broncos oh, to win this game. Yes, please do. Um, yeah, please do. Uh, any... Make sure you're following us on Facebook and all the other places. Really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. What's YouTube? What, what do you? Uh, what you got, David? You I got? just wanted to know if you had any final thoughts. I have a lot of final thoughts, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put them together in my head first, okay. and then I'll okay. I'll maybe decide later. Well, Broncos country, this is my final thought. Uh, optimism now. Yes, love optimism now. 26-20 Broncos. This has the chance still to be the high point of our season. And we shouldn't forget this moment. We should live in this moment for what it is. When we have, <laughs> when we beat, you know, we're coming off that Chiefs victory. First time in 16 tries. You get a bye week. You're thinking we could beat the Bills, then anything's possible, right? Just I'm telling you, Broncos country, hold on to this right now. Yeah, live in this moment. Live in this moment. Because if you get more, great, perfect. That's we all want that. But if you don't, then you had this at least. Over to you, Jared. I'll I'll say this: we we give a lot of crap to the post game podcast. We do, and they deserve it. They, they oh they absolutely deserve it. Their job's a lot easier. But in this moment, I feel their job's going to be a little difficult. Oh like, yeah. It de- depending depending on how I mean it, it could be great like, if we win this game and man that post game I would love to be on that post game podcast. 
Mm-hmm. But if we lose mm-hmm. this game, if we lose this game, and, and we have reached peak right now, I do not envy those guys. I don't know what they got to do. I don't know what they say. Uh, you know, at least, yeah. you know, at least if, you know, what if they lose? You know, I feel like if they lose, but they keep it real close, you, you can at least go on and say uh, yeah. they're still trending in the right direction. But other than that, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but at that point, at that point, it's like, let's focus on next year. We're three and six. Like, there's nothing. Unless we go on a. Wow. Yeah. That was, that was rude. How about it? (laughs) All right, David. I love you, man. Um, Thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate you guys listening in. Make sure you're telling your friends, family, uh, as we are the Orange Weekly Broadcast Network. Uh bringing you the pregame podcast. David, love you, man. And as we always, end it off on a very strong Go Broncos. Orange Weekly. Fans, brews, and Broncos news.